It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 971 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. Joined today by James Dean Raider, Ben Funky Askren, and you! Otherwise, it's just three dorks talking wrestling without you. That's still what it is. And it still is that, but at least we feel a little less dorky that there's at least, well, right now, at least 40 people listening. (laughs) You know what? I had a lack of self-awareness the other day. Oh, really? That happens. So it happens to all of us, okay. so don't feel bad. But then I, I corrected myself, so I'm like, oh, damn it all. Okay, what'd you do? I, you know, I, I uh, sometimes my phone doesn't connect to the audio in my car, so the radio is on, so I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I won't put something good on. And for some reason, it was these two dudes, the first thing was the two dudes talking about the Packers, and they were so serious. And I was like, damn, like... How can these dudes just talk about the Packers? Like that's their job. They just talk about football. Like who the hell would want to listen to that? And then like, who are the people that even listen to the football? And I'm like, wait, shoot, I do that about wrestling. Dang it. Yeah, it to, but a lot more people probably care about the Packers. I don't. I actually, <laughs> no, I've been cr- no one cares about the Packers. Jamie. I've been don't crunching lie. the numbers, and it's actually not that people. Way more people watch the show than any Packers related yes. media. This is the very best show on the internet so far. There could be others that pass it, but for right now, it's us and that Packers radio show that Ben was listening to. <laughs> Two most popular shows on the whole internet. Yeah, so far. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that's that's pretty funny. Okay, wrestling is so here, it's like literally happened. It's not speculative. It's not wrestle-offs. There were duels yesterday, no namely matches. Campbell versus Army was the kind of premier duel yesterday. There's some good duels, and we're obviously going to get into those. For this weekend, um, but just to briefly recap, Campbell took out Army twenty-five to nine. Campbell's got a pretty scrappy team. They've got seven ranked guys, which Ooh, is a nice. lot. Um, Coach Sintes doing a good job. Army always scrapping hard, but it was it was Campbell's day for sure. Um, we, only we actually had uh, ranked first ranked match. Versus Whitewater, big Wisconsin duel first night of the, first night of the year. How'd that go? 
Parkside won. They won kind of big. Did uh, that's that's where we did who's number one? Parkside, right? Yes. That's, yeah, that's where you did number one. Yeah. How did uh, did Caden win? Uh, I but yeah, he won. I think he won kind of easy. Let me see. I'll look. Uh, yeah, he won seven two. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good job. Next time. You just had that. You just had the D D two box scores ready to go. Well, I clicked over. Uh, you know, when you start bringing it up, I clicked over to track, and they have the, the you know the seasons tab with the oh, NCAA. Yeah. So I, I went over there to see if I missed anything else. And there were not a lot of Division One duels, um, and I saw that one. So I clicked. Where's on the it. seasons tab? Uh, so if you go browse, and then it'll oh. say tournaments, uh, yeah. seasons, news, profiles, right there. Okay. And you click on seasons. And then it'll say college men, college women, high school boys. Oh, wow. So I actually use this for the college box scores. Okay. Uh, but also when Wisconsin high school wrestling starts, you if you click on high school, it'll give you like which state association you want to choose, right? And then uh, I can could, I could see the coaches in high school are not nearly as good as uploading their results as college. College is like it's almost 100%. They're yeah. all there. It's a little high school, I believe. Meh, not so much. Yeah. Yeah, Caden is seven two. That's a big rivalry against Ethan Pogor Rozelski. I think he actually. I think he wrestled for Max's AWA also. Actually. Oh really? I'm not a hundred percent certain. I'm. I'm pretty sure though. Okay. Um. Uh, hey, I did. I just teach you something, bro. I learned honestly. I just taught you, you something. Ben taught you ah, the technology thing. That's wow. This is the world <laughs> yeah. is upside down. I, I fully admit I don't know all the intricacies of track wrestling. I feel like I learn something every. Season. I'm um, actually, if we want to talk about fr- track wrestling, I'm actually kind of frustrated with you guys because you guys, when you when you bought track wrestling a while back, you created this thing that was really awesome, but now it went away. So now, you know, if you go to search tournaments, right, it'll bring up a whole list. But uh-huh. th- when you guys bought it for a while, it was like it brought up like the five that you looked at the most recently, which was freaking awesome because mine's still you- like that. What's up? Mine still works like that. What? Yeah. Did you guys put a bug in mine or something? I so did I actually. That? Yeah, we're we just it's just kind of a fun thing, team building. Keeping thing you on your toes. Do. Yeah, it's like we just get like four <laughs> or five so people. It's frustrating though, because then you have to search Wisconsin or whatever you know whatever thing you need to find it, and but it was just there before, so I much still, easier. I still have it, but I don't know. Dang it. Um, well, Are you sorry about that. No, actually, I'm not. <laughs> Iowa Probables have been released, uh, and wait, where where's the Iowa? I, I Iowa Probables. I, looked, I read this article yesterday. It's not a, uh, it's not a uh, man. It's not not super super uh, tough squad here for them. Well, the first six are really tough. First six are yeah. like basically their starters. Um, wow, why is this not? I thought this article had. It, do, it doesn't actually list them. You just have to read through the article. Man, why they know I don't want to read? What kind of trick is this? So I'll read it. It's, it's Ayala, Teske, Woods, Voinovich, Frana, Kellyendo, Riggins, Swafford, Glazier, Hill. Yeah. So they're going to California Baptist live on Flow, nine p.m. Eastern on Friday. Yeah. Yes. Big day, November eighth. Christian Piles, Hawkeyes are awaiting a November eighth reinstatement policy vote. That's going to be know. a big day for them. Big How many day. NCAA team points could they potentially get back on November eighth? Well, 
Cassiope, if he's out for that. Assuming the fifteen, the, if these upper weights are out for yeah. gambling. Well, not. Uh, well, that Nelson is easy to see because we see who's in their lineup and who's not. We know seventy four and eighty four. Yeah, so it's it looks like Nelson, Abe, and Cassiope. Nelson and Abe have just admitted it outright. Um, I mean, Nelson could be like third place points, fifteen, thirty. Also notable, Riggins and not Kennedy. Yeah, that. Oh. oh, yeah, that is a good note. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I'm curious how the, so, what they do with Kennedy. Does Kennedy have a red shirt still? He does no. not, right? No. He does not. Hmm. So you would think he would be involved too, or else he would probably get the nod here. And they're not using Gabe. Uh, they, I think they're going to hold on to his five, push it down in case they have to actually use him for all five. Or in a duel, not versus yeah. the Baptist. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know, definitely like and an then, Iowa uh, State. <clears throat> but if Nelson gets reinstated and then they have Kelly Endo, that means Kennedy's probably on the bench then. That would be my assumption, yeah. Yeah. Unless yeah. the only here's the other thing they could do. They could just bump Nelson's an NCAA qualifier at one eighty four. They could bump him to eighty four, which is not the worst idea. They could yeah. slot in Kennedy at seventy four, where I think he's gonna be small. I, I saw him a couple weeks yeah. ago. He looks like a 65, 74 looks like it might be a stretch for him. Uh, mm-hmm. And then they could bump Abe to 97. And I think he'd be an upgrade over Glazier or Colby Franklin yeah. at this point. And then Cassiope's in there. So it's not necessarily true. And that's, that, that'll be the interesting thing to find out. Like, are they considering bumping the lineup or just keeping Nelson down at 74? I feel like at 80, 84 is an interesting weight class because... You don't have the juggernaut. I mean, 174 has three NCAA champions, right? You got Carter, Shane yes. Griffith, Makai Lewis, and you got Chris Foca, maybe, who placed ahead of all of them, uh, but mm-hmm. Carter last year. So that'll be, you know, in 84 is Bernie, it's Parker Keckeisen, and then Trey Munoz is third, and Dustin Plott's fourth. So you look at that weight class and. Yep. You know, if you told me Nelson Branson and Dustin Plotter wrestling, I'm like, man, that's gonna be a close match. I think he could. I think Nelson well, could win it that. Was match. didn't they have a really close match last year? Nelson might have beat him. I Nel- think Nelson beat him. Um, well, I'm going to look it up. Nelson, yep, he lost to Nelson in overtime against his. Yeah, it was, was it the fifth place match? Uh, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it was. Looks yeah. like his last match. Yeah. So there you go, four-two sudden victory. Nelson was on fire at the end of the year. He also he also beat him at the duel three to two. So there you go. Yeah. Nelson's got two wins over the guy ranked fourth at one eighty four. He's wrestled at this weight class before, so maybe that's what they do. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But they have options. I was really one. If they get everyone back, they're gonna be really really tough. Um, yeah. And they got uh they kind of got a slow start because they got uh, Cal Bap two week break, <laughs> Oregon State, uh, Iowa State, which obviously that's a huge duel. But then it's uh, Penn and Columbia, which they're they're good, not great. And then they don't have anything until the Soldier Salute again, which is end of December. So yeah. only like five matches in that first little section. And the Soldier Salute last year wasn't great. I don't know if they're getting more teams to come this year no, or not. It's but it'll be, be definitely a slow start for them similar competition uh yeah no absolutely ben it's 
and I think you see this with a lot of teams, right? Yeah. Um, you have you have the crew that goes to CKLV and has some early duels. And a lot of that's the non-Big Ten teams that kind of do that. They try to get their tough duels because once conference season starts, they can't get as many of those matchups. That's why you see, like, a Virginia Tech, Ohio State, early fire. November. That's a fire duel. Next week. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Why am I not going to that? What Which, uh... Kozak? It especially um, sparked uh, watching Young Bucks episode three because that was a big part of that episode. It was, was a crazy duel one. last year. Crazy duel. Uh, Virginia Tech almost pulled off the upset. And now I'm not even sure. We'll, we'll get into it next week. I don't want to put the cart before the horse, but I'm not sure who the favorite is. It's probably, I think, as I, I think we did it last summer. And I think Virginia Tech doesn't actually match up great against Ohio State, but we will see. We don't have to get into that just yet. Yeah. I feel like Tom Ryan doesn't always get his guys in shape super early, like super training hard, which is, I, you know, when the season's that long, it's kind of a good idea. I'm not saying it's a bad idea, but sometimes they just start a little slower. Yeah. I, I feel like you used to see this with Oklahoma State, too. Oh, yeah. Um, and then they would kind of ramp up. Well, if you think about that duel, Jesse lost, Buzakis lost, Sammy Sasso lost. Yeah. And they still won it's the duel. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Still won the duel. Yeah, hey, that's let a me really ask you this. Looking at Iowa's Iowa's um, schedule here, um, and I guess they could go last chance open or something. But they have fourteen duels and one tournament. Yes. So that means if any athlete is out of the tournament, they don't wrestle in the tournament. Even if they wrestle one hundred percent of the duels, they're still not going to meet the match minimum for conference, right? What is the match minimum? For AQ. 50 matches 15. for against Division One athletes for automatic qualifier spots. It includes conference, though. No, it's before conference because the spots are allocated before conference. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that could that's be... That's kind of like playing it real close. Yeah, I think that's just the way the season's progressing or the, you know, the trend of scheduling. I mean... I think you look at a lot of teams that look like this. What's Penn State's? That's just what I was looking at. It's pretty much the same and I'm guessing a lot of their guys aren't wrestling at uh, Black Knight. I thought they were doing aren't they doing a tournament real quick uh, they're doing uh, Journeyman, journeyman. Uh, yeah the Journeyman one they have Journeyman and Army but I'm guessing they're, a lot of their top guys who are wrestling at All Star won't be wrestling at Black Knight the interesting thing is for the, the suspended guys you know if they if they end up suffering a couple match penalty that would put them behind the eight ball a little bit but pretty much all those guys are guys who they're don't, gonna, they're gonna don't have to worry them. about sneaking in at spot number yeah 10 or whatever you say that and then the big 10 is gonna big 10 you know you, you got someone like brayton lee can't yeah. punch his ticket okay so yeah light schedules that's kind of the theme that's the way it's going wrestling less is going to be the trend moving forward fewer yeah. tournaments if you even think Penn State's showing you don't even need a tournament. I think they've yeah. won NCAAs a couple times without tournaments. So, uh, coming up today, I think this is the duel I'm most excited about all weekend. Oregon State versus North Carolina. Two really scrappy teams. Uh, the highlight match there is... Oh, wait. You got line in here? Oh, my gosh. I forgot about this. We're do- Oh, didn't... Hey, you guys never sent me my trophy from last year. It's you a- never got tased. So. You never got tased. What? That was not a prerequisite. Those are two separate entities. I won we're, the we're combining. When you get tased, you get a trophy. trophy. Yeah. 
I need it right there, right above my TV, so you guys can just remember <laughs> it every single day that I won. Yeah, well, you're gonna you're gonna have a different memory after this fantasy uh, wrestling season concludes because I'm gonna Listen, give you, you guys give uh, you the beat down. Yeah, that was one where I, yeah, I'm I'm gonna pull a oh my god, what's it? Ben mentally broke. It. Doesn't count. Wasn't trying. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we broke Ben. Ben is not cut out. He, he's I like, actually had something to do. I had a little... You told me it's probably going to take an hour and a half-ish. So I'm nah. like, okay, I can do this. Because I called you because I'm like, I can't do the three hours. I got places to go. And then, you know, we got close to the two hours. And I had to say, okay, uh, I'm not making my last five picks or whatever. So, yeah, Ben was Ben had his run as an actual wrestler. You know, pretty pretty good, but... When it comes to fantasy, where the true athleticism shines, absolute. <laughs> he mailed it in, and I never said it'd be an hour and a half. You put three hours on our schedule. I put three hours. No, but I, I called him, and I said, I can't do three hours. And I, I said, probably, you. it took two hours and maybe a little bit, it took a little bit more than two hours. For how many picks? Fifteen. Fifteen times? Thirteen. Twelve. Twelve. Yeah. Twelve. Wait, oh, <laughs> somebody, that's 180. Um, 180? I don't think yeah. so. Um, okay. Sion does make a good point in the chat, saying you rigged it. Sion's oh, ri- <laughs> well, how did you I rig it? Listen, Sion rigs it f- against himself every year by not knowing more than five wrestlers. Well, <laughs> he knows five out of state wrestlers and then five other wrestlers. Yeah, he really. Sion's team has got to be the worst, though. It's the, I thought my you know my first handful of picks, I thought they were pretty pretty good. It, I was pretty yeah. Happy it's hard to mess up the early ones. Well, Every, everybody um, feels good I, about I mean, their team we'll through the first two out, But I, I think my early ones are going to outperform all your early ones. Well, I don't know about that. Yeah, you had some good picks, but it falls off. You know, I really liked, I'll tell you what pick I really liked here, Mr. Piles. Okay. I really liked, I got a couple. I, I got Nelson Brands, round seven. That's a great value pick because if, he, if he's you, not you got a lot right now, he's going to score a lot of points. Too. Yeah. I got Cody Chitter, round eight. I don't know how you guys forgot about him, but he could potentially be really good. I, I really like those two picks. So that's kind of you know deep in my lineup. I I didn't like that you picked Ferrari because I was gonna I was gonna pick him around after that when it came back to me. Mm-hmm. I would like that one. Great. Yeah, I, pick. I drafted AJ Ferrari. Andy <laughs> Hamilton drafted Gable Stevenson. So we're we're rolling the dice. You I gotta, drafted. Got to roll the dice for big points because honestly. You know, the whole thing is determined. You can say there's a regular season and you get a little advantage going to NCAAs, but the whole thing is determined by the NCAA tournament. Yes. And so, like, you know, yeah, by the time you get to the round eight or nine, it's 12 athletes. Some A lot of those guys are not going to be All-Americans. So they're scoring, like, two or three points at NCAAs maybe, right, if they're getting pins and stuff. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, well, you might as well try to pick the guys who could do well if they're not suspended or not arrested or not in jail or doing this stuff. Yeah, incarcerated. Uh, one thing for, for Ben's team, so just some notable picks. In the fourth round, Ben drafted Mitchell Messenbrink. That, that's a great value pick. I don't, I don't know what he's going to do, but I mean, if he does something, he's going to be good. Yeah, and if he doesn't, what a waste. What a wasted I mean, pick. I got, listen, I got a high, high volatility team here because, yes, you know, Mitchell could redshirt. Brands could be suspended. I don't know what to expect out of Chittum. Like, I could kind of be, I could be like second to last place, right above Sion. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. It'll be it'll be fun to calculate it and see how we do it. I I, I went into it just thinking NCA. I wasn't trying to do some schedule mm-hmm. rigging for regular season. Uh, I just wanted to have the best NCA team. So we'll see how it does. 
it's fun. I'm excited to do that and have another reason to talk trash. Or just I'll not bring on. it up I, on the show if it's not going well. How many Hawkeyes your son has, though? Because he's Bro. got Ben <laughs> Keeter, Abe Assad, uh, Ayala, Caliendo, Frank. Oh, I actually thought he had more. He only has five. Just five. That's, That's it. I thought he had more. Third. That's pretty much all that was available. He was going... Now, listen. He was going to take Drake Ayala in, like, the second round. I was like, do not do that. He's going to be around, buddy. Um, he was... So he really wanted to get nice real. Um but he took Aaron Brooks before him, so that's the way it goes. Yeah, that's probably probably a wise choice. Yeah, indeed. Okay, that's fantasy hour. I punted on. So listen, don't be don't be talking about you're beating me in fantasy because I picked for the NCAs also. And that's okay. it. Well, then we'll see you then. <laughs> okay. I'll see you in so March. Don't be talking about it in like January and say. See oh, at the you're, nationals. You're not doing good. <laughs> see at the nationals. Very cliche. Only see March matters. Yep. That, that was my mentality. Okay, biggest match, individual match of the weekend. Looks to be maybe, maybe not. I'm sure there's going to be an upset that was on no one's radar. That's what happens in these first few weeks. You're like, this guy beat that guy? Holy cow, but that happens. Munoz versus Gavin Kane. JD says two and a half point favorite for Trey. I think that's fair. I don't know if we want... We only have a few lines here. We, we're doing this. There's only a few potential. Well, a lot of big matches this weekend. Yeah. Um, I love it. Let's do it. I missed picks. I totally forgot. JD, great job. Wait, wait I honestly that. did not remember this thing until <laughs> I opened the dock or scrolled down in the dock five minutes ago. So I haven't thought about this at all. I'm gonna um, go. I'm gonna go. Munoz to cover. Man, man. How about Shane? Just not making the walk. <laughs> He'd rather be on other other uh, broadcast oh, channels than ours. He's probably talking Packers. Yeah, what if... What, <laughs> guys, this, this, they miss Aaron Rodgers' leadership. You know, when I first met Shane Sparks, it was Big Scotty Cleaver put me on a call with Shane Sparks. It was a prank call because Shane had a sports talk radio station. Oh. So you called into the radio show thinking Yes. Oh, my... <laughs> <laughs> this is like 2000, 2006 or seven or somewhere around there. That's hysterical. <laughs> that would be fun. I would love to. I would love to call into it. I think I want Shane to get another radio show so bad so that we can sneak on and I can Johnny from Roanoke him, but be way funnier than that guy. I think I could get him. To talk. I could get because I know all his little pressure points. You know, I know the things oh, yeah. that get him. He'd be so easy. And I know all the things he believes in now because of his Twitter. Oh, so good. Um, okay. Man, I'm that, going Kane. You're going Kane? I don't think that's Nunez a... wins, Kane covers. Let's, you know what? I'm not putting... Stat. I think that's good value, Gavin Kane. How many times did he lose bad last year is my question. I feel like he's... Uh, there's a couple times he oh, lost by more yeah. than... Uh, he got smoked than... by Feldkamp. Majored by Romero. Romero. 6'2 Hawks, 7'2 Heidley, 6'0 Bolin. Yeah. Okay. Pinned. He actually kind of has some lopsided losses. Two and a half. He did his homework on this. I'm going Munoz, covers. Yep. But loses. <clears throat> Just kidding. Trey by three or more. We'll see. 
Okay, other interesting duels. I'm excited for the App State-NC State duel only because it feels like every year or so App State will have a guy where are like, wait, this guy's really good? And we'll start mm-hmm. figuring out who those people are going to be because Caleb Smith's gone. John John Milner has graduated. So who's that next class of guys? Because Coach Bentley, he gets these guys, and you know, they're unheralded recruits, and they just develop there. So... Keep an eye on that one. And also, NC State's just got a sick team this year. They're going to be really freaking good. Mm-hmm. Cannot wait to watch Jacob Camacho. Someone asked for our preseason. That was NC. one I should have picked earlier. In, earlier, because I was thinking about him, and I pick, thought everyone would kind of forget, and then someone snagged him up, and I said, Dude. Me. I, I've been – he's kind of like – I'll just say it. He's, he's my pick to win it this year. I don't feel – listen, I think, honestly, betting favorites – you snagged him, Christian Pyle. Of course I did. Rascal. Actually, I think I was literally going to pick him that round because you were two before me. Yep. I was – I I knew I, – I was really wanting to throw – he was like the one guy I wanted, but I also didn't want to reach for him. And I got him in the one, two, three, four, fifth round. Uh, I feel feel great about that. But, yeah, I think, I think he has all the tools. I think Figueroa is a big test. I feel like the big three are Figueroa, Ramos – and him, and I do think there's separation there. I know Eddie and Nodo and those guys will have their say. That's just how I see it right now. I don't know who the Vegas favorite would be. Maybe it's Ramos. Maybe it's Figueroa who beat Ramos. But I'm rolling with Camacho. Uh, hey, I, I'm dying laughing, but I went to App State's page uh, yeah. to kind of check out who their, uh, you know, who their guy is going to be that you're <clears> talking about. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's out, there's out in this dude right here. They have for uh, my man uh, Cody Bond, seventh year redshirt senior. They're like, it took this dude seven years to get out of college. They're just bullying him. Seventh year, seventh year. He's been in college seven I mean, years. You what can't you really doing? dunk on that anymore. Are you it's dunking not, on that, Ben? Not that, uh, I'm dunking crazy. on seventh year. Listen, if you've been in college seven years and you're not a doctor, go somewhere. <laughs> Go somewhere. <laughs> Just get out of there. Just go. Go get a job. You've you're been seven years in college. I'm kind of jealous. I would have loved to go to college for seven years. Yeah. I basically did, but it wasn't like a fun <laughs> seven years. I just took forever. I think um, Peyton Mako's in his seventh year, and I bully him, but at least he's getting like two masters and maybe a doctorate yeah. or something. So, you know, he's like at least like doing something good with his time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Mako, I'm pretty sure you wrestled him opening round NCAAs your senior year. He's, he's gonna be he's gonna be older than me by the time he gets done with college. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, that's tricky math. Uh, but I also, if you're gonna get those masters and like a doctorate and stuff, but then just go be a wrestling coach, who's really the smart one? He's, there? Not, he's not. He's not. You don't know that. What do you know about this man? You're a hater. Man. Payton? Payton's going to be an engineer. He's going to oh. move to West Dallas, and he's going to be an engineer. He's going to make a whole bunch of money, and I'm going to force him to coach like one or two days a week at my club. West <laughs> West Dallas? Is that what you said? West Dallas. So West Dallas. Uh, I don't want to talk too bad about West Dallas, but it's a, you know it's a, it's a part of Wisconsin that maybe not a lot of people love, but Peyton Mako loves West Dallas. Is it, is it, it like uh, probably what Churchville's like, or is it like Manitoba? I don't know what Churchville. Uh, I saw. I don't know suburbs in other any other cities. Is so it rural? You. What is it rural? No, it's the one right next to Milwaukee. So it's it's Milwaukee, and then West Dallas is here, and to- Walwatosa is here. So uh, is right it kind of rough? There. 
But everyone kind of, yeah, it's a little rough, right? Everyone kind of teases about West Dallas, but Peyton Mako loves West Dallas. I love it. He goes so hard for it. That makes me love Peyton Mako. Yeah, he's so smart. He's gonna be, uh, he's gonna be an engineer. I'm sure he's gonna make a ton of money, and then uh, I'm gonna make him coach in my club more two days a week. Okay. Yeah. I suppose he's qualified. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good wrestling. Yeah, he just don't want to make all your kids nerds, Ben. He'll be like, oh, wow. He'll be like, you know, hey, it's just an equation. This younger, this younger generation, Kristen, they are a lot nerdier than us. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, I live with one. He's a giant nerd. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, good for Peyton Mako and West Dallas. Yes. Not to be confused with West Dallas. Rutgers at Cal Poly is there happening. Is West Dallas? I mean, certainly. I don't think it's called that. It's really Fort Worth. My favorite, my favorite thing in West Dallas is because they call it Stallus, not they take the W E off, right? Stallus. Mm-hmm. But there's a bar in every corner, and there's one called the Stallus Palace. Oh, that's a must visit if you're in Wisconsin. You always be drinking there, <laughs> having them barley pops. <laughs> yeah, it's Stallus Palace. Let's go. There are so it is insane. When we were at Parkside. I, the, Wisconsin is number one. The bar density per <laughs> of bars was just mind blowing. Yes. Ben, I don't understand how you haven't accidentally drank. Like, oh, I'm going here. Wait, what? I'm just like, the, <laughs> just they're everywhere. Just, just a surprise beer. Yeah, it's crazy. It is crazy. It really is. Okay, I'm interested in the Nebraska North Dakota State only because last year it was totally nuts. And the SU won. Yeah, it came down to the last match one more time. One more time. But NDSU got raided. So got raided. Uh, I don't know how good they're going to be here. And then you got Owen Pence wrestling against his former team. That's not very cool. Right. Perhaps that'll happen. Um, Do we have yeah. probables for uh, NDSU? Because they lost. They lost Frannick, Caliendo, Owen Pence, and DeAnthony Parker, correct? Dang, I forgot. Where did Parker go? Didn't he go to Oklahoma? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I know, right? That's big yikes. Poor guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Obi and company will get it back rolling, Yeah, I believe. Uh, so, yeah, excited for that duel. Excited to watch Nebraska, see who they put out. I want to watch Antrell Taylor. I think he's going to be really good. He was one I was very upset. I wanted him to be my 65-pounder. But Andy Hamilton, who has a very good team, but also had the first pick. So do you really respect it? Not really. He sniped Antrell Taylor. Um, yeah, I'm excited to watch him. I believe he beat Bubba Wilson in that wrestle-off. I think it was decisive. Yeah, he's good. He is good. He is good. And 165 made a better weight. I thought they were to him down to um, 57, but maybe he's too big. Maybe. P-Rob. Yeah, it's Arrigo's. Yeah, and the return of Peyton Rob is very exciting as well. <clears throat> We've got uh, we got some dual we got some tournament action as well this weekend. Saturday is the Southeast Open. Oregon State's going to that, so you can have Whitlake versus McCoy. You have Ventresca versus Brandon Kaler. That's a pretty good two All Americans wrestling there. Clarion's going to be tough. Get to Maybe. see Gavin. Junkyard Dog's going to be there. Who's oh uh, Mulvaney? No, Mulvaney. He's a JYD. Yeah, he's all the way down to one sixty five. We have AWAs. I think we have grown for 165 because we got a lot of guys wrestling there. Yeah, 
I'm excited to see him. I want to watch Nick Feldman really badly. Oh, yeah. That was one person a lot of people forgot about. They forgot about Nick. Yeah, I, I wanted him to be my heavyweight, and I waited too long. And that's... As did I. I. And then once I didn't get him, I just pouted and didn't draft it until the very last <laughs> pick. I was like, forget this weight. But then I got really excited and got Seth Neville's. I was like, oh, I'm actually really pumped to have him. I got a message that... Pence left Nebraska. Is this true? Yeah. You guys didn't bring this up. Well, I kind of, I sort of didn't want to say it, but yeah, okay. I heard, I heard that. Oh. Yeah. So he will not be wrestling against his former team. I don't. Yeah. No. Don't <laughs> believe so. But I didn't want to say it. If case in the, on the off chance it wasn't true, I didn't want to say it. Okay. But yeah, I had I had heard that as well. Okay. What, what else? Unfortunately, oh, Navy versus a, Illinois. No, how about this? Okay. How, well, I was gonna say not a super tough field for Feldman. No, um, he's he's the number two seed at the clearing open behind Dorian Crosby from Bucknell. So Feldman probably the uh, favorite to win. Oh yeah, this bracket big favorite. But I'm just excited to see. All right, what's he look like? He's been off the mat over a year now. Right? Yeah, he teched his yeah. dude in uh, the wrestle off. Right. So. Because he was so good his senior year, and then I think there's two things that kind of made people uh, maybe either down on him or it, he got he got kind of whooped by uh, Masumi, and then he got injured and he was out the whole year. So between that loss and then people not seeing him, they kind of you know forgot. People have short memories. Yeah, I think so. I mean, the Masumi one, even at the time, I don't think any of us thought he was going to be competitive in that match. No. We're like, dude, Masumi's a juggernaut. He's so big. That's a guy, like, would Mason Paris beat Masumi? I'm not, like, totally convinced of that. Yeah, for sure. So, I, I don't I don't doubt him for that, but he was totally dominated in that match. It was not competitive. And then the injury is yeah. super unfortunate, but it sounds like he's healed really well. Everyone's excited about him. He's excited. He's just a, he's just a fun guy to watch. I mean, for a heavyweight, his yes. how much he attacks is really fun. The heavyweight's still so deep this year, though. You think? Yeah, I mean, because uh, Kirk is really good. Why? Schultz is still there, the great American hero. Uh, yeah, it's a real, I mean, Cassiope could potentially be back. Yeah, there's a lot of really good guys still. So, we, you know, we watched uh, Wyatt's U23. We talked about this injury there, but sounds like he's totally fine. He's playing to wrestle in the really? All-Star Classic still. Yeah. So that was a ballsy, ballsy pick by Mr. Raider first round when we didn't know. I know. The injury we didn't know that until after that draft. Um, we found that out yesterday. I'm good with it. I'm happy with that pick. It's it could be it could be the number one overall point score. Yes. If he is, if, if he can run down currently, spins. Um, yes, he could be the number one guy because he pins so many. He should be a runaway conference champion. Wrestles a lot. Wrestles a lot. And but even at NCAs, he could potentially be the top point scorer if he takes second. Because I could see him pinning his way to the finals. Because he just tries to pin everyone. It's freaking awesome. It's so you great. Know? It's what? so great. What it's a so great, great strategy. I'm gonna try yeah, to it's f- a, second with second with all pins into the finals is 24 points. That could abs- That's absolutely be better than a lot of the champions. Yeah, I'm going to pull up and see how many points he scored last year. It had to be a lot of teams. He took third, but he had probably like 21 or so. 21 and a half. You're not close, Ben. 
<laughs> People come to you for accuracy, and then you give them these grossly <laughs> underestimates. Uh, you're funny. I'm just, just joshing you. We should we should do one math challenge a show where Ben has to give an answer in like ten seconds. We'll try to. Do I already that. got. I already got one eighty. That you, you already got one eighty, and you got twenty one. So you're one for two, which is fifty percent. I was so listen. I don't. I shouldn't know it was a half because he got a tech fall. Should have had a half in there. I messed up. Yeah, he was. He's crazy. Mm -hmm. he, he scores a lot of points. So yeah, that could be. I mean, twenty one and a half. That's more than probably a few NCAA champions scored. Because I think Yanni scored twenty one. No, no, it can't be because sixteen. It's sixteen plus four. So I guess you have to get. It's 20. 20. It's all decision. To be a champion. So Yanni scored 22. Wait, so how did he, did he have one bonus? Yeah, it must have had one made. Uh, no, two. He either two, had a yeah. tech or a... Or he either had a Good. pin or two majors, I guess. Yeah. Did any other champions decision their way? 97. I wonder if Nino did. Nino probably was close there. Trying to see if a third placer got... Nino scored fewer points than Wyatt Hendrickson. He scored, he scored 21. Yeah, that's insane. So insane. And now no Mason Paris, you know, so just one less guy. <clears throat> All right. Hey, there are a lot of high schoolers wrestling at the Clarion Open. Some of the highlights, you're going to have Jax Forrest, Marcus Blaze, I think at the same weight. Mm-hmm. Bo Bassett. Really? 25, I would assume. Yeah. Bo Bassett. Because that was what we wanted to see at, um, uh, we wanted to see that at who's number one, but we didn't get to. Yep. Colin Guy, Melvin Miller. Uh, those are names that stick out to me. I'm sure someone like JD would. Oh, Louis Gill's there. He's good. Jack Jackson Joy's really good. Yeah. Uh, he's been as high as maybe three or four. Yeah, he was the one seed yeah. at, uh, Super 32. Miller beat him, so maybe a potential rematch there. Yeah, that was a crazy match, too. It came down to the end. I think it was like 10-10, uh, maybe, and Miller got the takedown, something yeah. like that. We, uh, Bray and I, we, when we were our kids trick-or-treated together, so we just talked about wrestling. And uh, he's like, man, the, the high school thing is really just such a win-win thing for these high schooler kids to do, especially if you're like in that general area. It's like... Mm -hmm. It's not like the pressure of a Super 32, but you can really show your skills. Your, it's a great audition for coaches. You can per, show how you perform in the college rule set. And, like, if you lose to a college kid, no one's like, man, what's wrong with them? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and like I said the other day, it's like it's so easy because you just go to, I mean, for a lot of these kids, go down on the road. It's not even far away. Right. You know? Yeah, it's simple. Okay. We did have a question from Tanner Huffman. McCord is sending four high school wrestlers to the Clarion Open. Can they place in the top 15 for the team race? Possi mm -hmm. Very possible. Well, yes. I have no idea. I think there's only there. 11 teams there. Only 11 teams, so I guarantee it. Oh, that's it? Probably. <laughs> yeah, they could be top eight, maybe. I don't know. I think they'll be in the mix. Because oh, guys what? like, you know, Melvin Miller are going to win a couple matches. They're going to do well. Bo Bassett's going to win a couple matches. Yep. So, yeah. James, do you have a quick what we can what uh, our subscribers can watch over this weekend? 
you have that handy? Can you get that? Handy? I know we can watch. You can watch the Southeast Open and the Clarion Open mm -hmm. all day yeah. Saturday and Sunday. Those are both five on flow. Uh, Iowa at California Baptist is oh, five yeah. on flow. Uh, we probably have a couple other ones that I'm not thinking of off the top of my head. The Jimmy Fox Open. Jimmy Fox Open. I'm not familiar with that one actually. Okay. So plenty of college wrestling to keep up with. We got the the Yellow Jacket Open, the Platteville Invite Mountaineer Open. Platteville, that's Wisconsin, baby. Let's mm -hmm. go. That's where that's where Ben would go to pad his Hodge stats. That uh, I don't think you can have matches there. I think that's a small one. <laughs> you know, I need the, I need I got nine pins in two years at the CMSU Open. That's pretty good. Miles. We've also got Western Wyoming versus Wyoming Nice on Sunday. Yeah, the Platteville invites live on flow. Interesting. Boom. CSU Pueblo versus Air Force on Saturday. Western Colorado versus Air Force on Saturday. So Fun. A couple other uh, smaller invites as well on Saturday. So Okay. Oh, also, if you haven't listened to the Bader show from yesterday with Sammy Sasso, check it out. It's cool to get an update and hear from Sammy kind of for the first time, although it feels like we've been hearing from him a lot because he's been really active on social media. But the, the Cliff Notes, he's, he's progressing well and healing well. Um, you know, obviously went through a really traumatic experience getting shot, but he's on the mend, he's out, he's been in the room a lot. He wants to be in the corner for as much as he can. He doesn't know if he's going to be able to travel with the team. But definitely has a newfound perspective on life, as as many often would. <coughs> Go through what he's gone through, so check that out. As far as wrestling again, it, it sounds really up in the air to me uh, if he'll ever wrestle again. And he, he didn't say, yes, I will, or no, I won't, or no, they've said, or yes, they, you know, whatever. But... Just reading between the lines, it's it's uh, it's certainly uphill, and obviously, you know, he's not going to be wrestling this year, I don't think. He's unenrolled from school for this semester. Don't know if he plans to re-enroll in the spring or not, but I'm certain he'll get back. But he said uh, he just had to prioritize getting healthy first. So, always great hearing from Sammy. I feel like whatever's in his future is going to be, he's going to have a huge impact on the sport. Dude loves wrestling, so... Hope continued health to, to Sammy, one of the one of the one of the real good guys in wrestling for sure. Okay, want to? Do we want to do our our NCAA champion picks? Well, you know, we still haven't done tears at heavyweight, so you oh yeah, doc, I'm a little <laughs> kind of forgot. Yeah, he didn't even put it in the doc. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. It's nine yes, eleven. We gotta do it. All right, let's we have forget. to. Um, All right, tier one. Hendrickson, Kirkfoot. So, not included are... Cassiope's not eligible at this point. Cool. He's eligible. We we, we, we did A.J. Ferrari. We can certainly do it. Cassiope. <laughs> you Mine. did A.J. Ferrari. Well, it's worth doing. Um, Cass, I, don't, I would not put him in Tier 1, but I'm saying we should put him in A tier. I'm okay, curious fine. about, you know, Colton Schultz. He had sort of a strange year. Yeah, very strange. I, yes, I'm not eliminating Colton from from tier one. Honestly, really? No, nope, not yet. 
I mean, if you look at Colton two years ago. Exactly. He beat Kirkfleet. Mm-hmm. Wait, did he? Right? No. I don't think he so. He didn't? I don't think they wrestled. He beat Mason uh, Paris a couple up. years ago. Uh, I don't he think he not, wrestled. You ago, might be I right. Did not find a win over. He beat him three years ago, JD. Ah, uh, three years ago. Okay. Three years. That ago was I did. at NCAs. That was when Greg had wrestled two matches going into conferences. Right. Uh, okay. Where is Colton? C O H L. So Colton he lost Schultz to Cassiope is. in sudden victory. Hmm. He had, I mean, he had a close one, Mason Paris in 2022, 6'5", and then uh, he beat Mason, and then he beat Wood, and he lost to Gable in the finals. But then last year was mm. he lost to A.J. Nevels at Cliff Keen, which is like everyone's like, oh, my God. But then he lost to Dayton Pitzer at Midlands. Right. Um, and then he lost to Cassiope and Davison at NCAAs. Yeah, the facts have led me towards recanting my statement. I thought he I mean, was a little better at the end of the year than he was. Not that he was bad, but yeah. you know he's he's losing to Davison. He lost to Cassiope. Um, so and and I guess the thing that I think about is like if the Olympic trials and for freestyle, um, you know it's it's different, but it's still similar, right? But Greco is so freaking different. And I know making an Olympic team is really important for Colton Schultz. So yes. how much time is he going to be putting towards that? I don't know. Um, so, yeah, I think now I feel a little more square on my tier two of Cassiope, Davis, and Schultz. Elam? Uh, I don't know. I don't know about Elam. Elam's funny because uh, he hasn't beaten any of those guys, but he also usually doesn't. It's pretty rare he loses to guys who would be below that. I feel like Elam, Pitzer, Bastida... Feldman are like my tier three right now. But I could see both Pitzer and Feldman getting into the second tier. Zach making a jump at this point would sort of surprise me a little bit. I feel like he's seventh, eighth place kind of guy. Yeah. Didn't he take like fourth last year, fifth? Elam? Elam took seventh? I thought he was higher. Sixth. Sixth. He lost yeah. to Wyatt and Elon. And Cassiope and Davison. Yeah. I just feel like that's where he is. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's his uh, fifth year of uh, It's his sixth year of college. It's his yeah. sixth year. So okay, can't climb yeah, on him yet. Your point. You know, <laughs> you guys yeah. Huge He's there. one year away from just getting roasted by Ben. One year away. Seventh year. Get ready, Don't do Zach. That. They wrote, Christian, they wrote it on his profile, on the front page. It said, seventh year senior. I'm proud of him. I think it's great. Man. They take that off. Take that off. I don't want people to know how long I've been here. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. <laughs> yeah, th- I feel like this weight really falls off uh, as well. Hard. Hard, right? Well, I'll put Big Slav in that kind of category. And Luis Fernandez is... I'm curious because I feel he's had some really good moments. We're always like, is it gonna? Could he be the? And then, like last year, injury and was out. But now he's back. I think. How healthy is he going to be? I don't know. So he, there are some guys where I'm like, the talent's there, but we're still waiting to see them. When you look down at like 14, 15, like Grice and Heinzelman, like eh, you know. 
Yeah. There, there's some guys you're like, I don't see any scenario these guys are, are wrestling on Saturday, you know? But someone like Lewis, I could. Yaroslav, I could. Obviously. Do you put Gable Stevenson in Tier 1? I would put him in Tier 1, yeah. Think so? I think he would be Island. Yeah, he's on an island. Like, but after Tier 1, before Tier 2, or where? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. That's heavyweight. We did it. <laughs> uh, you're like that kid who just did the bare minimum for his homework. I not just like that kid. Younger I is interesting to me because I feel like if he tells me he beats a Cassiope, I'm surprised, but I can see it. Yeah. I but I can also see him sure. finishing, like, one and two at NCAs. Yeah. He, he's a big variance in performance. I would be surprised guy. if he went one and two at NCAs. Didn't he do something similar last year? He didn't make the podium. He was, Oh, yeah, he did terrible. But I, th- I think being bigger is all benefit for him. He said... Uh, oh, really? Yeah. He said pulling to 197 caused him to, like, Wilt a little bit later in the season. See, now he's gonna be big. I like it. I want Bastida versus Feldman. Bro, that's crazy. I do want to see that. Yeah, I mean, he hits. A, I mean, Big Twelves is not good for Younger. He lost to Rocky, Owen Pence, and Bachman. He had a bad. 12s. He did not have a good season. Really, there were not a lot yeah. of moments, except for the triple bump beating Fernandez. Beat Fernandez. <laughs> Which Fernandez, yeah, the, I don't think, the, the, to was your point, Christian. Last year. Yes, yes. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty bullish on on Younger. I think it's gonna okay. be a good year for him. I think he's gonna do a good job. I I'd put him. Man, there's so many guys I want to put on the podium. You and can only look, put eight. That's it. That's the limit. That is the limit for right now. Except during the COVID year, and they gave it to twelve. Oh, they did, didn't they? That was weird. Yeah, that jammed it up. I actually wrote the 285-pound preview with predictions on www.flowwrestling.org where I predicted one through eight. Would you like to hear? I want to hear. <laughs> did you really do that, J.D.? I did. I'm looking right at it. Kirkfleet, one. Hendrickson, two. Schultz, three. Ooh. Cassiope, four. Davison, five. Elam, six. Feldman, seven. Bastida, eight. Okay. I like. I don't dis- or I don't hate your eight. Um, it's just crazy you would draft Wyatt and then you don't even believe in him. That's just unbelievable. Yeah. Points, baby. kind of crazy. Huh? Points. Points. But what about heart? But don't also... Everything's for- about the points. What about just a little something called American patriotism? What I, happened to that? I picked Wyatt. The Let almighty dollar. That. The almighty dollar is all this guy cares about. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg's tough to pick against. Colton, uh, Keith Gothard says he thinks uh, Colton's going to Olympic redshirt. I, I mean, that would make the most sense, wouldn't it? If you were, Especially uh, if you want to do Greco. Uh, if you want to wrestle Greco, it's not really that comparable to... I mean, it is heavyweight wrestling, so it's a little closer, but why is he still Olympic redshirt? And then come back next year. It'd be great. And then and then you know what? Hendricks is gone. Kirkfoot's gone. Like, maybe a little easier feel. Cassiope's gone. Yeah. Davison's gone. Yeah, kind of thins out gone. a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's really going to be like kind of these freshmen, you know, Feldman and Schonger, Dayton, Keter, Keter maybe. Keter could be good. Keter maybe. I'm curious. 
Is he doing? Is he playing football? I don't follow football. So yeah, is he, like, is he he's doing playing. football or no? He's, he's playing. playing. No, not really. But he is like I just meant on, he's, the team, he's on the team suiting up. Also, their offensive coordinator got fired at the Ooh. end of the season. Yeah, wait, is he defense? Firing. He got he got pre-fired. <laughs> no, I think he's a tight end. Oh, he's okay. linebacker. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. See, had nothing to do with then. Okay. I really thought he was a tight end. I think he played some of that in high school, but uh, college he's all linebacker. Okay, nice. In high school, he probably played on both sides of it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's probably the kicker too. <laughs> get, a, get a jock like that; they just play everything. Punt returner. Yeah. Punt returner. <laughs> Honestly, he's probably hard to tackle. He's not your prototypical heavyweight build. Yeah, yeah but Keeter will be interesting next year. Okay, nine twenty-one. Let's get to some questions for crying out loud. You've got some good ones. What are your favorite podcasts to listen to that are not wrestling related? Hmm. Uh, you want me to go for? I, I sure. listen to Rogan. I listen to Lex Friedman, and then there's this there's this guy who's an economist who I like. Is, is it Peter Saint Onge? Uh, he's got some good, uh, Professor Saint Onge. He's got some good stuff. That's mine. I listen to. Oh man! All right, what? I do listen to Rogan some, but not that much. It honestly puts me in like a bad headspace. Makes me very what? Negative. Why? Yeah. I I just don't. The things they talk about just make me. I find it. If you really listen, it's pretty dystopian. Um, well, that's, uh, we got to be ready. We, the dystopians are coming. All right, see, he's with me. Okay, <laughs> we yeah, got to be ready. I don't. I don't like that. Um, that's not where I want my head to go. Um, I listen to Jocko uh, a, a lot, and the other one I listen to a bunch is called. It's this. I've talked about it before. This Animal Encounters podcast called Tooth and Claw. It's so good. They just talk what? about. I just love animals, like, attack stuff. Like, I did when I was a kid, and I found this... Uh, That's weird, It makes bro. sense for video. That's it's weird. not weird at all. Podcast form? No. It's like, they talk about, like, the encounters and, like, the biology of it. It's really good. What are you talking about? You need to go see a therapist. What? Someone get him a therapist. You should well, listen well, to... probably has got a therapist on staff. It's really funny. It's, like, it's actually a funny show. They, like, have really good chemistry. Funny. I like, thought we are talking about animals attacking people. Have you seen... Well... Yeah, but they're still funny. Okay. They still make it. They're funny people. Have Have you seen the movie The Ghost in the Darkness? No. Oh, well, it's really good. It's what Val Kilmer, Michael Douglas. It's about <clears throat> these uh, the 1800s in Africa. They're building a, a a railroad in the middle of Africa, and these lions keep eating the workers. It's it, it's a true story. <laughs> See a therapist, Christian. You're talking about lions eating human beings right now. I love it. I'm like, yeah. Hey, it's just different. I don't know. You didn't like the movie Jaws? I never watched that. That was like one of my favorite movies ever. You never watched that? Um, oh. Yeah. Randy Goldsworthy. My wife got me into Tooth and Claw. It's really funny and legit. It is funny. You would, you Ben, I'll send you one. If you listen to it, I think you'll like it. Okay. I'll send you a good one. <laughs> Um, anyway, that's a good that's a good podcast. Uh, I think that's all I listen to. I'm big on, I like a history podcast. I listen to History Unplugged. It's one of my favorite ones. There's a couple other ones that are like discontinued now that are good that I still some back. Sometimes go back and listen to old ones like Fall of Civilizations, Revolutions. Nice. You're like one of the Ro- Roman Empire meme. That's yeah, you. I basically am the Roman Empire meme. Dan uh. Carlin's Hardcore History. That's a great one. Except it only comes out like. Four times a year. 
Yeah. Uh, Keith says the lions are, and this is true, the lions are in the Field Museum in Chicago, so they, they catch the lions of Savo, the man-eaters of Savo, who ate, like, hundreds of people, and they're like, you can go see them. They're dead now. Isn't that crazy? Sometimes, sometimes I think about, like, how easy we have it now. Like, yeah. that, if you were living at that point in time, you might just get eaten by a lion. Well, I think that still that's still can happen crazy. in Africa. Nah, it's got to be a little better than that, right? I don't know. Depends where you live. They still kill a lot of people. The lions. The lions is going to eat people. Yeah. I'm hungry today. I'm going to get me a human. It's pretty easy. <laughs> yeah, and they get into the science of, like, why these particular lions were killing people. It's, it's fascinating. Really? Why? Uh, why were they doing it? Yeah. I'm going to send you this one, so you have to listen to it. I'm not going to tell you. Some of oh, stuff is man. interesting. I like that stuff. Just come on. Give me the cliff notes. I want to All right. The cliff notes. These lions were, they were being, dis- they were displaced, but the, they both had, like, these te- teeth injuries, so they weren't able to, like, take down, like, their usual prey. So they, humans are way easier to eat and catch than, like, an ungulate. So they would just. Ungulate? What the hell is Like a deer. Ungulate? Like an ungulate. antelope. Um, so the they, so then they figured out how easy it was to to eat humans, and they're just like, wait, 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 hold on. Ungulate means a hoofed like mammal. A hoofed Did you just use that word? Yeah, I thought you were talking about specific. I thought it was a specific animal. No, it's like a, like cattle. You deer. are such a nerd. You were just saying you weren't <laughs> a nerd earlier. You are a nerd. I didn't say I'm not a nerd. Nerd. All right. Um, you should watch Chimp Empire on Netflix. You would like it. Okay, I've thought about starting it. I like. I like. I think animals are really cool, fascinating to learn. Okay. I don't know. Um, ben, do you send informative emails to help guide your wrestlers and their parents throughout the season? Hmm. Well, I mean, we we try to communicate really well with everything we're doing, uh, the the best we can. Which I'm not. I I make mistakes. Like, I need I need a, a spell checker and fact checker and that type of stuff. Cause sometimes I'll just put like. Saturday the 11th when it's really Sunday the 11th or something to that effect. Yeah. Um, we have we have a parent meeting, youth parent meeting at the beginning of each year. I do the mental Mondays, obviously, so that kind of hopefully gives a lot of parents an insight into where my head's at. Uh, yeah. Okay. Someone wants your top 10 scramblers of all time, which I know you can't do. I, yeah, I don't like, yeah, let's pass on that one. Um, That's a hard one. Number one, Jason Welch. Who comes to mind? Welch was a good one. Jason, but on San Francisco. Jason. Here's the thing. I'm, a, I'm just going to put it out there. Jason Welch is one of the nicest guys there are. But Derek St. John outscrambled that dude basically every time they wrestled. Yeah, yeah so that, like, Welch, he's good. And some of these scramblers get known for scrambling because that's all they do. But the ones, uh, the ones who are the best, it's almost like they're so efficient in what they do and they have other weapons that maybe they're not, like, you don't think of them as much as scramblers because they don't use it quite as much even though they're more proficient. Yeah. Uh, does that make any sense? It do. Yeah. Or if you're just so. the best at scrambling, you don't get in super long, crazy exchanges. That's yeah. the thing. You, you, win so, you win you so win frequently, them. so quickly that... You know, so like, uh, you know, Bo Nickel would be, a, you know, a lot of, yes. a lot of the Penn State guys, Bo Nickel, Jason Knoll, those type of guys. Yeah, Larry put it in here that St. John out scrambled Taylor several times, meaning there were some exchanges he won in those matches. He did, he could, he couldn't keep up with David for a whole match, but he did have some nice moments against David, who would be on my list for some of the best scramblers. But like you said, there's the guys that are just so efficient, it's just like immediate. 
Nolf. Yes. Bo. Yeah. Kale. Oh, Nichols great at it. Yeah. Ben took forever. Um, He's like, let me let me just set this trap, and this dude just gonna be on his back. Got him. Uh, um, uh, who else? I mean, y- Yanni's obviously great. Keegan's great. You know, St. John's one, if he would have had more instruction on the scrambling, maybe he could have been better because he did have a really good feel and he gave a lot of people a really hard time in yeah. those scrambles. St. John he was kind sick. Of, yeah. Bendy knees, bendy hips, plus he was long. That's always a good combination for scrambling. Uh, who else is really good? I'm trying to think. Oh, Delgado for sure. Delgado was good. Yeah. Kind of primarily yeah. through one exchange, but it was like an unstoppable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just... He just found a way to dive roll so much. Yeah, uh, I mean, Dave obviously really proficient, but he he is primarily the one one scramble. I mean, um, I thought Jordan Lee. Yeah, was I, a totally I feel like if scrambler. I maybe this should be a project at some point that I should do where I go back and kind of look at like because if you're one thing I'd have to say is like you'd have to be like maybe NCAA All American at the low end. Like I'm not going to consider you if you're 16th place at best. That means you're just not proficient enough at wrestling and therefore not proficient enough at scrambling you're trying to overuse it does, yeah. So, yeah. does Dylan Ness count he wasn't really scrambling more just funky like that high just more unorthodox so when I think orthodox. scrambling I think um, you know anything that is just kind of a little out of the ordinary the way I always try to describe it in just a really simple way is like okay someone shoots a high crotch on you and they get in really really deep and a sprawl is no longer going to you miss the down buckle behind you miss the sprawl right now what are you going to do? Well, now it has to be something else, right? It has to be some type of scramble. Or same thing with single leg, same thing with double leg. Once they get past those initial lines of defense, then what are we going to do? And so like Dylan Ness has a lot of high flyers. Well, that, that's a type of scramble, right? It's mm-hmm. unorthodox. It's past the basics. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of where I define the scramble at. Oh, Spencer Lee is pretty good. That's yeah. very good. Anytime someone would try to dive on her, he would just hold them there and pin them, <laughs> which doesn't feel right. <laughs> I wrestled with him one time when he was probably 16 or 17, um, and I, I felt immediately his sense of balance and where he was at was immaculate. Um, yeah. You know, like, there's a lot of, especially high school kids, where if I'm wrestling with them, I can off-balance them really easy. Just, you know, they think I'm going that way, and then I go that way, and I push and pull, and I float them. And he was like, he knew where he was at. His hips were really good at, like, sitting down and being really heavy, uh, and when his body, you know, Mitchell's really good too, but when his body's turning like an air, he always lands kind of like a cat where he's always yeah. in a good spot when he lands. Like, there's a lot of that type of stuff. I, I was really, really impressed. And he was probably 120 pounds then, too. Very, I think, I want to say he was getting ready for the Junior Worlds, whatever damn weight class that was. 50. So, yeah, like maybe 119. <laughs> like it's 100, like 110 pounds. They have that small weight class? 50 kilograms, yeah. They did at Junior They don't have it anymore. Not anymore, but I'm pretty sure Spencer was. That's what he was. Yeah, yeah. that's what his. Okay, junior maybe it was that was. then. Yeah, he he was he was small. He was probably on uh, junior, sophomore, junior in high school or something like that. And I was playing around with him. But I was very impressed by you know his his feel and his ability to understand where his body was in space and land well. Yeah, when we're thinking of uh, past head hands defense, a Penn State guy a little less uh, maybe creative, not like a Nolf. Um, would be a Megalutus with his splits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was always a tough mm-hmm. guy to take down, Very tough squad. even if you got to the leg. Yeah, I would probably say, I was actually thinking about this the other day, but like, who has innovated the most? Because even some of these really, really world champ guys haven't like created new things. Nolf is one guy who 
there's several positions where he created a new thing that is actually functionally and highly useful. So he he would I'd probably put him at number one if I had to really break it down. Yeah. Yeah. And with that, we're two over. Oh. We'll be back Monday. Special guest David Taylor. How about that? Yeah. Ooh. Talk to that guy. Mm-hmm. Excited to have him on. Excited to watch so much wrestling this weekend. So much coming up. It's going to be a really fun couple of weeks. Got some great action this weekend to get it started. Next week has some huge duels, and then the All-Star Classic. Not that far from now. Maybe. Let's go. Also, don't forget, Jordan Burroughs wrestling this weekend. Oh, yeah. In Kazakhstan. Oh, where? Kazakhstan. We'll have updates um, on the website. Mm -hmm. Along with uh, some of the other pin guys like McFadden and uh, Joey McKenna. So, Bill Farrell coming up. Um, before All Star Classic as well, so it's a great time to be a wrestling fan, folks. That's right. Check it out. We'll see you then. Have a great weekend. Goodbye. See ya. <laughs>